mini episode 1109 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Welcome to mini-episode 1109 of the FDH Lounge. This is FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our preview of episode 4.6 of Billions. Here's our top five developments heading into this week's episode. Number five, Chuck regains the powers that we never knew were missing in the first place. This show has a way of creating temporary crises that we know our main characters will surmount, but the journey is always entertaining. That's happened several times already this season, and last week we found out that somehow the New York Attorney General's position was going to be totally toothless unless somehow Chuck could find a way to leverage every man, woman, and child in Albany. So, of course, that's exactly what he did in less than an hour of screen time. And in the grand tradition of the show's oh-no-he-didn't scenes, of course, Chuck hijacked Blackjack Foley's funeral for his big power play. However dubious the premise, Chuck's back on top, and his enemies should be sweating. But some of them are prepared for him. More about that in a minute. Number four. Taylor continues an impressive path of overcoming Bobby's obstacles. With Grigor back in Russia, Mace Capital looked to be cash-starved until the new hipster genius came in and provided the firm with the opportunity to pitch Axe's old firefighter fund. From there, Taylor turned the negative of being a former protege of their erstwhile friend into the plus of being somebody who hates him also, and in bonding successfully, captured their business. Mace Capital's not going to go down easily, but sooner rather than later, Chuck's legal crosshairs will be looming. Number three, Bobby unleashes a level of viciousness that could make it hard for anyone to root for him anymore. The shades of gray in the Bobby versus Chuck feud meant that neither was a good guy in any sense of the word, but each had his fans. Now that they're aligned, the expectation from the creative team appears to be that we'll root for them both, but Axe's decimation of a young man whose father perished on 9-11 and was one of the partners from whom he usurped the predecessor firm was absolutely sickening. Feeling aggrieved by a young man wanting to break away, feeling disrespected, Bobby ruined him and stole much of his business in the process. This could be a sign that something very bad is meant to happen to him and that we are not meant to feel badly about it. Number two, Rhodes Sr. looks like he's going down and the only question may be whether he'll take Rhodes Jr. with him. The graft that the old man's gotten away with his entire life is not feasible anymore with a U.S. Attorney General who hates his family so he may already be incriminated in the Elysian Fields fiasco. The effort by Jock, Connerty, and Sacker to ensnare Chuck in the coming corruption scandal is now underway, and as this week's preview shows, Bobby will also be targeted by the feds as collateral damage for his backing of Chuck, saving himself as well as his allies before he can even target his federal enemies is going to be a full-time job for Chuck. Number one. Wendy's pulling the Taylor thread, and who knows how that's going to unravel. 
alienated by the disregard of the two men in her life about her humiliating public unmasking as a dominatrix, Mrs. Rhodes let her fingers do the walking after Taylor had reached out to express sympathy. The act of crossing the Rubicon over to Mace Capital still seems hard to picture, but is no longer unthinkable. All along, Taylor has professed to have a superior moral compass to axes, and if Wendy starts to believe it, the foundation of the show will implode. She'd not only be selling out her boss, but also her husband's biggest backer, when the irony is she had brought these two bitter enemies back together. Billions doesn't do false teases, so at minimum, Wendy is going to really flirt with defecting and probably be found out by Bobby even if she decides to stay. Can we possibly be headed for a Bobby and Chuck versus Wendy storyline? Stranger things, including their alliance itself, have already happened. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge. As we bring the show to a close, we would like to extend our deepest gratitude to NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, All Clear Channel Affiliates, TNT, TBS, USA, UPN, Deadspin.com, YouTube.com, YTMND.com, MySpace.com, various blogs, Fox News, CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, IamBoard.com, Billboard.com, Google.com, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPN Classic, NBA TV, NFL Network, Sports Time Ohio. Athlon Magazine, Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, The Boomerang Channel, QVC, BET, The Spice Channel, Steno Notebooks, Manwich, Papermate Office Supplies, Waitresses, Strippers, Bartenders, Garbage Men, Janitors, Microwave Popcorn, The Writers of The Office, Scrubs, Entourage, My Name is Earl, Oz, Metalocalypse, and The Boondocks, Aquafina, and The Periodic Table of Elements. 